I'm super excited today to bring you this episode, How to Create a Wealth Vision Board. Today, we're going to help you figure out what to put on your vision board by helping you think about how you want to spend your time in retirement. We'll go over four steps to plan and use a wealth vision board. And we're going to talk about four steps to put together a vision board. And I'm going to show you how to make both a digital version in an app using an app like Canva, as well as a physical version. Having an idea of how you want to spend your time in retirement is a huge part of the financial planning process. And I recently heard a statistic that was so shocking, I couldn't believe it. And we're going to talk about that statistic. And if you're not already excited about making a wealth vision board, you will after you hear that. Hello, Danette here, and welcome to the Ready to Retire podcast, where we share real life stories and actionable tips and strategies to help you along your financial journey. Are you ready to retire? Let's go. Before we get started, I wanted to just take a second to ask a quick favor. In our industry, we have not been able to ask you to like these videos, and a ruling just changed and we can ask you now. So if you do, in fact, like this episode, I would love it if you take a minute to hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you very much. We still can't turn on the comment section, but I still would like to hear from you. I'd really like to know if you do this exercise and create a wealth vision board, or if you have done one in the past and what your experiences were. And if you want, you can just email me at danette at truenorthwealth.com. Several times over the past few months, I've heard a couple of versions of this phrase or this quote. And it goes like this, if you have money, you're rich, and if you have time, you're wealthy. And that really made me think a lot about how am I spending my time? How are my clients spending their time? A lot of times when we're doing our planning for clients, we talk about how do you want to spend your time in retirement? And unfortunately, a lot of people haven't really thought that far ahead and don't really have a good idea of how they want to spend their time. And if spending your time is the definition of wealthy or having time to do the things you want to do is the definition of wealthy, then I think that with a little bit of thought, we can all be wealthy. And so that's why we're going to do this exercise today and create a wealth vision board. One of the benefits of creating a vision board is that it helps you identify the things that you want to do, experiences that you want to have, places you want to travel, things you want to own. And the idea of putting it together for our retirement plan is exciting and is going to be really useful. 
But one of the things that might happen is that some of the things you imagine out into the future will start coming into your life sooner and start happening sooner. I spend a lot of time creating retirement income plans for our clients. And in a retirement income plan, we take a look at how you want to spend your time and then what sources of income you have coming in. And we match those things together. And I told you earlier in the episode that I was going to talk about a statistic that I heard that I found absolutely shocking. And this happened a couple weeks ago. I took a class. The class was called Modern Retirees. And the presenter said that a study was done and it asked Americans, how did you calculate how much income you need in retirement. And this is the part that's shocking. 43% of Americans said they just guessed. They didn't take a look at their current spending and say, maybe there's a correlation between my current spending and my future spending. They didn't go online to one of the many online free calculators there are. They simply guessed. They just took a stab in the dark. 43%. Honestly, I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. I know it's because we are so busy, right? We are so busy. We're working full time. We're taking care of kids. Retirement seems like something that's so far away from us. We just don't sit and take the time to think about how we want to spend our time. We're working, we're putting money aside into our 401ks and IRAs and doing all the things we're supposed to do leading up to retirement, everything except actually sitting down and think about what do we want to do with our time. So this exercise that we're going to do today is going to help you do that. And hopefully you won't be one of the 43% of Americans who just guess because you'll have an idea. You'll say, I want to do this in retirement. I want to do this in retirement. And you'll have something to work towards or something to help you figure out. When we first launched the podcast, we put three episodes together and we called them the three steps to planning an epic retirement. Step one is calculating the sources of income in retirement. Step two was thinking about how you're going to spend your time, things that we're talking about today. And step three is mapping them all together. And we're going to link to those in the description. And if you are interested, we put together a guidebook that you can download for free by visiting our website. And I think it would be really good support for helping you with your vision board. When our formal working careers are over, we enter into a period of life of freedom. We have freedom of choice, freedom of choice of what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, when we're going to do it. We have freedom to decide who we're going to spend our time with, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, and what do we want to do next? What do we want that chapter of our lives to look like? And my hope is that this exercise, creating a wealth vision board, will help you do that. If we start to think about the things that we want to have, be, or do in retirement, 
and we start to think about them now, then it takes a lot of the guesswork out later on. And it takes a lot of the fear of the unknown out away from us. Have you heard about the study that says we will give maximum effort to something that we apply a 50-50 probability to? The premise is that if we think we can do something 100%, we won't try at all. And if we think there's absolutely no chance that we can get something done, we also won't try at all. But if we assign ourselves a 50-50 probability, we will put the maximum effort in. And I think by having these pictures and images of the things that you want to have starts to bring that idea that this thing that you might want to have as a probability, as something that's possible. So I want to tell you a quick story about something that happened the other day with my husband and I were driving our granddaughter home and we were in the car and I said to Isabel, I said, what do you wish for? And she says, what do you mean? I said, tell me something that you wish for. What what do you have a wish of? Right away, she says, well, I wish I could have a snake, but my mom and dad said I can't. So I don't want to have that wish. And I was like, oh, man, I was so disappointed that she had something that she wanted and she just shut it down. And I think it was because she assigned that 0% probability. She said, you know, there's no way I could have a snake, so I'm not even going to want one. I'm not even going to wish for it. And I said to her as carefully as I could, because I don't want to, you know, get her home to mom and dad's house. And I don't want that her to walk in the door and say, hey, mom and dad, Grammy said I could have a snake, right? So I want to be really careful about what I say to her. And what I said was, what kind of snake, if you had a snake, what kind of snake would you want? And she said, I think she said a king cobra. And I said, well, I don't know if that's legal, but what other kind of snake might you want? And she said, oh, a boa constrictor. And I said, okay, so think about a boa constrictor. I said, what kind of cage would he live in or what kind of house would he have? Aquarium or container, right? And she says, oh, no, oh, no, I would just let him run free in my room. And I said, oh, yeah, I see why mom and dad are saying no, right? And I said, well, Isabel, I said, it wouldn't be safe for the snake if he was running around in your room. He might get lost. He might get out. It wouldn't be safe for him. I said, so so try to think about like where he would live. She says, okay. So she starts to think about a snake being in her room, where he would live. I said, in the meantime, can you go to the library and get a book about snakes? Yeah, yeah, I have a book about snakes too. And I read it with my mom and dad. Great. Can you go to the zoo? Does the zoo have snakes? Yeah, the zoo has snakes. Can we watch a show on YouTube or something similar? Yeah, we can do that. So now she's starting to get excited about the possibility of owning a snake or having a snake. And in the meantime, she's understanding some things she can do now to visualize a snake, to think about a snake, to interact with a snake, which is what she wants. She really changed her outlook in the car on the way home. And it was really cute to see. The enjoyment that we receive from thinking about something 
is as good as actually having the thing. That the enjoyment of planning your next big vacation and all the months leading up to it, and you think about, oh, it's going to be so much fun when I get off the plane and when I go to the hotel and when I get to the beach and wherever it is you're going. The first time I flew internationally and I was in the international terminal, I had the biggest grin on my face. I was smiling like from ear to ear. We had been planning a trip for probably a year. And when I finally got there and it finally happened, I was so excited. And I think one of the TSA people kind of teased me a little bit because I was so happy. But in the planning of the trip, you just get so much enjoyment. It lifts you up. What is a vision board and how do you make one? If you want to create something in your life, a good way to do that is to create a vision board. A vision board is a picture of a thing that you want to own, an experience that you want to have, a person that you want to be with, and it's a visual picture of something that you want to have. And I find it really helpful to also give the thing a nickname. So a little bit of shorthand for what it is that you want. And what you do is you take these pictures that you've collected and put them onto a board and then put the board in a place where you can see it. And over time, these things start coming into your life. I like to use a digital vision board so that I can have it with me wherever I go. The way I create that is in a free app called Canva. And when I'm messing around on the computer or doing things or doing some research and I see something that I want, then I just take a screenshot and copy and paste it into a document in Canva. And then whenever I want, I can open up the document and look at it. I can mess around with it. I can print it out and put it where I can see it. And I personally have a lot of fun doing that. So to give you an example, one of the things that I want to do in retirement is go to the UK and spend some time there. I either want to live in London, in the big city, or maybe in the countryside, in Wales. We're able to visit there with a friend of ours recently, and we really love that area. And so I thought that when I retire, I would go do that. And I have this picture, a few pictures on my vision board. And I was talking to another financial advisor friend of mine, and she said, well, I work in Paris for six months at a time. So she'll go to Paris, work for six months, and then come home for a few months and go back. And I was like, wait, what? She has this kind of hybrid back and forth thing happening. And I thought, well, maybe I could do something like that. Maybe I don't have to wait, you know, 10, 15 years until I retire. Maybe I can do something like that a little bit sooner. And that's what I'm hoping you'll have with this experience of picturing something you want in the future and then putting it on a vision board, but then maybe getting to do it in some small way earlier before you retire. So I put together about four steps to creating and building a vision board. And the first step is just brainstorming. 
just grab a blank piece of paper and write down all the things that come to mind, all the things that you might want to have, things you might want to experience. And I'm going to go over a list of ideas right now just to help you get thinking about some of the things that you might want to do. I really want you to not have any filter. I want you to really think about the big wishes and dreams that you have. What is the most magnificent thing that you could have ever wanted to have in your life? And I want you to start there, really with the boldest ideas. What is your ultimate wish? So here's a few ideas, and I have them listed here, and I may read a little bit from my idea board here. One of the first ones you might want to think about, like I was talking about earlier, is where would you want to live? And if you're not sure about the location of where you want to live, then think about what kind of weather would the place have? Are you going to be wanting to be near family and friends? Are you going to be close to an airport or farther away from an airport? I travel a lot for work and I always tell my husband that the main criteria is that I'm within a certain distance from an airport. What does it look like with your family and friends? How much time do you want to spend with your family in retirement? How much time do you want to spend with your friends? Do you have grandchildren and do you want to be closer to them? How about travel? What are your goals around travel? Do you want to step foot in all 50 states like a good friend of mine is doing? Do you want to travel to every continent and do that? Are there certain places that you want to go or have always wanted to go? What are the hobbies that you have wanted to learn how to do but just haven't had the time? Do you want to learn how to knit? Do you want to learn about cake decorating? Do you want to golf and improve your golf game? How about volunteering in your community? One of my wishes is to help more women become financial advisors. I think this is a wonderful career for women, especially for moms, because it allows you so much flexibility of your schedule that has, like for me personally, just been wonderful. And I really want to help bring more women into the workforce, into the financial planning field. And so I've volunteered to do mentoring programs. I sit on the Women's Advisory Council at Commonwealth. And my next project is going to be to help put a collaborative book together with some of the girls from my study group who are all working financial advisor moms and talk about how it's been such a great career for them. So what in terms of supporting your community and volunteering in your community have you always wanted to do? This is a great example of something that I looked at as maybe not having the time to do until I retired, but then I started putting it on my vision board and actually started getting these opportunities to help advance that vision forward. What about learning skills? What is it that you might want to learn how to do that you haven't been able to do yet? 
Have you wanted to learn how to play the piano or have you wanted to learn more about science and astrology? How about teaching? Have you ever wanted to write a book? This is a great time to start thinking about those types of things. Now that you have a lot of ideas started, step two is to look at this page of all the ideas that you have brainstormed and pick four or five to start working with. Pick the ones that really stand out that when you wrote it down, you said, oh yeah, that's something that I've really wanted for a long time. And for each one of the three or four or five things that you pick, then what I'd like you to do next is create a nickname for the thing and to find a picture of it online or in a magazine. Step three is once you have a collection of images that represent your vision, then you're going to assemble them either physically onto a board. You can go to the craft store and get a big heavy-duty piece of paper like poster board, or you can copy and paste them into your digital app. And then once you have a nice collection, you want to print them out. So you want to be able to have both if you want, a digital version and a physical version. And now step four is the really fun part. You want to put the vision board someplace that you can see it pretty easily. A lot of people put these in bathrooms you can decide, but you want to put it somewhere that you can see it pretty easily. And when you see the vision board and you see the different ideas of things that you want to have, be, or do, then allow yourself to enjoy that feeling of when that thing actually happened. Don't spend any time worrying about the how of it, or don't worry about how much it costs. Don't worry about how it's going to come into being. Remember, we talked about Isabel and her wish for having the snake. Well, she shut herself off because she didn't think it was possible. But then we talked about some other ways she could enjoy thinking about snakes without actually having one yet. As you see your vision board and as you think about the things that you want to have, just hold that feeling of enjoyment in. Maybe you look at your vision board four to five minutes every morning and just allow yourself to let your eyes wander around and just enjoy all the different things you have on there because this is like your top five wish list of things to have. And if you spend a few minutes every morning soaking that in, it's going to be a great start to your day. And you'll be surprised at how many of those things really start to come into your life, maybe a little bit sooner than you anticipated. And now when you meet with your financial advisor and your financial advisor says, hey, what are you thinking about doing in retirement? How do you want to spend your time in retirement? You're going to say, oh, yeah, great. Here, let me show you a picture. Here's the five things I want to do when I retire. And your financial advisor is going to love you. They're going to say, oh, that's great. We can help you achieve all of those goals. Well, this has been so much fun to put together. If you do this exercise, please send me a picture. I'll have all my contact information listed below in the show notes. And if you're interested in downloading our free guide, 
the three steps to planning an epic retirement, you can follow the link in the show notes. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. I'm so grateful to have you join me today on the Ready to Retire podcast. If you'd like to learn more information, please visit our website at truenorthwealth.com. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.